Episode 92 of Slap City Guys. Raymore here, Mr. Mike, on a nice and sunny day in New York City. It's not raining, at least. Out of nowhere. Not like it always me. is. Yeah. It's, it's just weird. It rains, like, out of nowhere. It happened, to t- it happened on Tuesday. It happened Wednesday night, too. Well, it happens to them all the time in Miami. It's just crazy, though. Out of nowhere, like, I was nice, and then the thunderstorms come out. Yeah, like a it's, half hour a day in Miami. It just rains ridiculously. <laughs> that is true, and though. It stops. When I went to Miami for a summer vacation, that's the only thing I was afraid of. Like, oh, it just comes out of nowhere, the rain, but then it comes sunny out of nowhere again. Like, that was the only thing I was afraid of. And that happened a couple of times. Me and brother were playing basketball, and it was about to rain like crazy. We just ran into the hotel. <laughs> this is just nonsense and stuff. But we have a lot to discuss today in the world of sports. Basketball, as you know, has been dominating the summer, really. Actually, really, it's been dominating the summer. Even in the off season, when you have baseball, you have football, of course, coming right now. It's still dominating the summer. And they reveal their Christmas, MLK, Opening week schedules, the full schedule is supposed to come out at 4 p.m. on today, I believe, on NBA TV. So I'm interested to see what the other teams are. But we got to discuss about these upcoming matchups, too. And mm-hmm. also, I'll give my take on the NFL, AFC, NFC West predictions, and what happened with the Giants yesterday, what I saw, and what I think they can be this season if everything goes right for them. So I'll start with this basketball stuff here. So the marquee matchups for opening week, Christmas Day, and okay, were all released this week and I gotta say it's pretty interesting to see these matches because you have the first one opening week 76ers and Celtics the first game of opening week and I'm just like you know I thought the NBA schedule would be smart enough to do maybe Golden State as the first one but they always feel like because it's the West Coast it's always the one after the East Coast game right which is, which is it's, it's, it's the time shift yeah they're three hours behind us we're three hours ahead so if you're gonna catch one game and then catch the other your best chances catching the one that starts earlier and then rolling into the one that starts later. So, 76ers and Celtics, as you know, 76ers and Celtics, the first game of opening week, the very first NBA game of the season. That's going to be a good game. It is going to be interesting because, you know, you have Jalen Brown who was talking nonsense uh, on Twitter or social media about, oh, well, you know, LeBron's not here. Well, we're going to the finals already. We already know that. Oh, we're going to the finals. You can can guarantee that. And I'm like... Well, you better step it up because the 76ers have something to say about that and the Raptors have something to say about that with Kawhi Leonard. You got a lot of other teams in the league that are going to compete. And yeah, the last couple of years, LeBron made it to the finals, barely made it to the finals, some of them, but it went tough seven games. So It's good to have confidence. You just got to be ready to back it up. Well, James Brown's a very confident player. Like, he ain't banging down anybody. And you got Kyrie and Goran Hayward coming back. So it'll be interesting to see how they Kyrie all is going to earn his way right to a max contract with the Knicks for next season. Yeah, he plays well because they're playing at Boston anyway. It's just be interesting. Um, Sunday Sixers is interesting too because they're going to be better. I hope Simmons actually develop a jump shot this season, not that just be becoming nice a yeah, slasher and dunker. Poor man's Penny Hardaway. I don't want to see yeah. that. Like, I want to actually have could at least shoot. Yeah, and I know Joel Embiid is a much more skilled player than Shaq, although Shaq's more power. But Embiid has like he can do everything. This guy definitely not as dominant as Shaq. No, nah, but he could do everything though. Like right. this guy, this guy can shoot threes and stuff. Like, he, Every time I see him play, I'm like, man, this man's the GOAT, yo. He just can do everything, yo. <laughs> it's incredible, but I hope he gets better and the roster gets better and everything. And maybe Marquis Foles plays or maybe they trade him. We'll see what happens with him because that's a question mark with him, too. Like, is he a bust or is he going to trade him away to some other team that needs a point guard or a scoring point guard or whatever? Because they have Ben Simmons, right? I don't Simmons, think he's right? a bust. I don't think he's a bust either, but you know how people are. They're like, oh, he hasn't played. He hasn't have a jump shot. It looks awful. I don't know if it's going to be improving this season. Yeah, but Simmons doesn't have a 
He didn't have jump enough shot either. He, just so, doesn't, he didn't even shoot threes in the playoffs. He yeah, didn't shoot at all. All in the playoffs. Until, it, was, it was either a layup or a dunk. That was, was it. I don't know what shot you saw happen with that dude. He, he has <laughs> no confidence in his shot whatsoever. And he needs to be one jump shot away from being LeBron James. Basically. Meanwhile, Enos Cantor is over here sinking threes in practice. Yeah. I was looking at some of the stuff when the mellow and the whole, um, I forgot what court they were on. Like the life athletics court that all the star players play on. Mm-hmm. Frank Nankila was playing too and Tim Hardaway Jr. That was interesting. I like looking at that stuff. But then the next matchup we have is OKC and Golden State, which is interesting because past couple of seasons it has been like the Rockets at Golden State. Um, I think it was the Spurs at Golden State. Uh, so this time it's now OKC and Golden State. So I'm interesting. You see Paul George signing a max deal, stay with Westbrook, going on the road to Durant. They're now he's a two-time champ, but the Curry's and the Greens and the Thompsons, the Livingstons, and Equal Dollars—they're all three-time champions. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see on opening night how they all gel together and if it's going to be some kind of back-and-forth rivalry, of course, with Westbrook and Durant. Or I hope be another they put game. That, I, that, they're never going to put that to bed. And DeMarcus Cousins, I don't know if he's going to play. I, I don't think he so. Shouldn't. He should have not he yet, shouldn't. yeah. So he's probably just going to be there or whatever. He but get their rings. off the bench. Who is the starting center if he if it's not him? <sighs> yes, I think because he lost Javel McGee. McGee is gone, which I think was a huge mistake. They might go small. I mean, they just put in... Um, Durant at center? Or they put Green on center, or they put in um, who's the other player, the other power forward that they were looking. Oh, Bell. They might put Jordan Bell. Jo- okay. Jordan Bell can be definitely be a good solid starter. At least they might play small ball for all we care. So it doesn't even matter. But that team's gonna be good. I mean, it just it's just interesting to see. Like a couple years ago, we thought Stephen Curry would win maybe one title, maybe in his career. I was thinking about it with Mark Jackson when he had that roster. I'm like, oh, they have a chance to win one title, maybe in the generation, be like Steve Nash, and maybe win one or two. I just never expected him to win like three in his career, you know. <laughs> but no one expected him to win three in his career. Right. It, maybe they thought he'd be the greatest shooter, but they didn't think he'd win a championship at all. Maybe he'd just be one of those people that are great. I didn't see it coming when he won MVP two times. I didn't see it when he won MVP and the unanimous MVP and that incredible season he had. Like, probably the best season ever for an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Unanimous MVP. But, like, it's just interesting to see that Curry, Green, and Thompson, they all had three rings now. And Durant has two. And that legacy is different. Like, you thought LeBron would dominate the league. And it's like Curry's dominating. And during that Warriors team is yeah, dominating it. If, if LeBron had gone... If Curry had, if Curry and company had waited like maybe a, a year or two longer, yeah, maybe maybe three years longer. I say maybe three years longer than it would have been just the LeBron era, and that would have been it. The problem is LeBron's supposed to be on the tail end of his career, but he's not. He's actually like improving, right? Like he's still like in his prime, more or less. He's but, like a million dollars to prepare his body and everything. Yeah, so, one point, yeah. one point something. Yeah. But the problem is he's running into another player who's also in their in their prime. He's great. And then they teamed up with another guy mm-hmm. who's also entering his prime, which is uh, the first one being Steph and the second one being Durant. Yeah. You got now, Green. You got Thompson. Whereas Kobe, Kobe got to have his prime and shut down a lot of people. You know what I mean? He had rivalries, but he he got to exist in his prime kind of unchallenged because the only people who were challenging him were on their way out. Mm -hmm. So, And then the people who came in to challenge him, he was just dominating. Yeah. Locking up Kyrie Irving, pissing off LeBron, you know, not really caring about Durant. Like, he was just running running amok in the league. So now LeBron's era where he's supposed to have his Kobe time is being rudely interrupted by a – 
at least one super team and then a bunch of other people who who are like gunning for him. Yeah, I think probably. so. It's it's way more dangerous because you let Westbrook and and uh, this guy figure it out in OKC. Mm-hmm. You let them figure Paul it out. Yeah. That's a problem. And you got a deeper bench now. You let the Rockets figure it out. Yeah. That's it. And and CP3 does what I think he's going to do with Melo. That's going to be a problem. They, do, they have all these, like, great teams in the West, and then the Warriors just dominate them. And that's I think that's more impressive to me. Like, it used to be, oh, the Warriors will dominate the West because there's not that many good teams, but now everybody's good now. And right. They, they still dominate the Warriors. They're still, like, stomping everything. Who's who's next? Oh, uh, you got well. Pelicans and Rockets, October 17th. So it was the day after on ESPN. Uh... That'll be interesting to see. Davis without Cousins. Want to see what Melo looks Mello like? Melo looks with like with the Rock. Yeah, with CP3. Um, we got Dallas and the Suns. You got also um, that was that rookie name that got drafted by the Suns. Dallas and the Suns. Um, <laughs> well, you got Luke Donkovich and you got um DeAndre Ayton for the Suns with Booker. Mm-hmm. So interesting those rookies how they play. Is on is uh. Is Dirk coming back or no? Yeah, he's coming back. Okay, last he, he, he is now the longest player in NBA history to be on this franchise. Really? Yeah. Over well, that years. one franchise? Yeah, 21 nice. years. Kobe nice. was for 20. Yeah. He was for 21, so now he's the longest now. Dirk got one ring out of it, right? Yeah. Okay, good for him. Yeah, and the ring that he deserved. I mean, he beat the Miami he Heat re- squad. And, and he, he really beat And that postseason he showed up. The whole postseason. I think he didn't miss one free throw the whole postseason. No, That's was, how focused he, he was. was. He was yeah. definitely in his own. He earned that ring. Yeah, he beat the, that with, with a bunch of supporting cast. Supporting cast, and he was the only star in that team, and he beat that Miami Heat team, which was yeah, impressive. He, he was water the whole thing. And it tells you that not – I know it's hard to win a championship, but you can do it with one star and a good supporting cast if you do it right. But that supporting cast has to be nuts. And he had Jason Kidd with him, who was, like, veteran presence, which is a whole Jason different Terry, thing. Jason Terry. Yeah, like, veterans John on Murray, it. Veterans yeah. on it. And that, that's, yeah. like, that's a wild supporting cast. Like, yeah. they're not just – he didn't have all-stars. <clears throat> it's kind of like Hakeem when he won his titles with the Rockets. Right. They, were there, they he didn't just have him all-stars, yeah, but he had a bunch of, like, yeah. really, really dope, good, really good guys. So They all, they said also the Rockets, they're still salty about, oh, if Jordan was playing during the time they won the championship, they, they would not beat them or something in the finals. I wanted to see that matchup, though. It was Rockets and Bulls. Y'all got to get past... <laughs> I know. But uh, you got now Chicago Bulls and 76ers on TNT. Let me just see the, rook, the rookies and that's actually gonna win. They're gonna play two games in one week, basically on national television. 76ers. Just interesting. Yeah, they're trying to groom that team to be the next thing. Mm-hmm. The Lakers and Portland. So we see LeBron on the road for the first time in Lakers jersey against Portland. That'll be interesting. October 19th, you got Boston Raptors. I'm interesting. Golden State, Utah. So Utah with um, Gray, Grayson Allen, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, those guys. See they go up against Golden State. October twentieth, you got Washington and the Raptors. I mean, it's like a was like last every time they face each other, there's always a rivalry between these two teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Rockets and Lakers, which is interesting. Lakers would be at home. Now we got now we talking Saturday night. Definitely want to see that game. Now yeah. we talking. Yeah, I want to see Lakers in the Rockets. I want to see Lebron Le- at home. I might buy cable to see this. <laughs> it's I a might. bunch of star power on yeah, one television. Yeah, I need to see how that goes because that's Rockets and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Lebron versus uh, CP Mello, Mello, Harden. Yeah, interesting. The Lakers, Kyle young Kuzma stars. And yeah, yeah. yeah let's see stars. how this goes. Wait, who's it? And JaVel McGee, Rondo. Did they did Stevenson. they keep Clint Capella? Yeah, the Rockets signed to that max deal. Okay, well, they had to because. I don't know. No, you don't want to let him. They don't want to lose a center like that, yeah. 
Even though you can't work pay center that doesn't shoot well, but he does all the little things. Him so. versus JaVale McGee, that's going to be a good look. And you got Rondo, if he plays the Lakers or ball, whatever, if he stays yeah, healthy. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see Rondo doing anything with CP3. That's true. Even wow. though Rondo is a hell of a defender. Yeah, he is a hell of a defender. He's like, the, he's like a, a Jason Kidd of this generation, kind of. Except he can't shoot threes to save With long his life. arms, yeah. yeah so, no, no. He can't shoot threes consistently. He can't, he can't yeah. shoot too much of anything consistently. Yeah. Yeah. His shot's just not consistent. Like, it was a great three-point shooter. Yeah, it uh, was. Rockets and Clippers then, October 21. So, yeah, this I'm opening week. I'm interested to see what the Clippers look like. Yo, wait a minute. All these games back-to-back for CP3 and he coming off an injury? <laughs> they better sit his they ass have, down for some of these. Let's see, the Rockets are playing three national games. In one week. Yeah, they, oh, God. 76ers are playing two. Boston is playing two. Lakers are playing two. Chicago's playing one. Rock, Yeah, so Rockets have the most national games. That's right, crazy. In one week. Three. I hope he takes a seat. And the one team I don't see here is the Knicks, unfortunately, that we're not on the national week, at least for one game. But it doesn't matter because you got Christmas Day, and they're the first game to play on Christmas Day. I'm not Day. interested in seeing the Knicks um, on television. Until the 2019 season, when we get Butler and Kyrie. But why don't they improve this season? Like, let's say by Christmas they, they have a winning record, which I think they should because if they put this game on Christmas Day, they expect them to have a winning record. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of embarrassing if they don't have a winning record. They need some, at least a solid winning record by the time. If if I'd be happy if we if we're um, 10, 12 games over 500 by Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be happy. I think that means they're competing for a playoff spot. And that means that if we come in seven to eighth, and that means playoffs. Porzingis may come by that time if they're competing for a playoff spot and see what Possible. he can do with his roster. I mean, see if, what Knox looks like. Kevin Knox average like seventeen, eight, and like two. I'm I fine think, with that. I think Hardaway is going to average somewhere at twenty to twenty five. Yeah, and Frank can average at least like around a triple double. I think, that would be a major step for him. I if think. He could do yeah, that. I agree. I think. Uh, I think Trey's going to average a double double. Yeah, as he's far really, as yeah. assistant points. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna lead the top five in assists. They should because you got Frank, you got Burke. Plenty of people. Can you pass. got people that can pass around and can score. They should be able to be in the top five. I think but the, the bench scoring is going to be fantastic with Mitchell. Yeah, and uh, if Lee is still there. Oh, and they're stretching out. Um, and Miss Canter now can shoot threes. Miss Canter can now shoot threes, <laughs> which which really counts. So I gotta see how their defense is gonna be now with Fizdale because he's a defensive guy. So we gotta see what I, he can do. Which is which is why I'm happy about Fizdale. So yeah, you got Bucks and Knicks at 12 p.m. So you got Giannis possibly against Knox because we don't see Porzingis there, but you got him and Frank and everybody. So that's gonna be an interesting matchup. Giannis can I mean Knox can see how he can deal against a guy like Giannis who's like a star in the making, mm-hmm. a superstar, probably the best player in the Eastern Conference right now. How tall is Giannis? Like six ten, I would say. Oh, so he's only an inch taller. Yeah. And Knox has that wingspan. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Imagine. It should be. It's, it's it's a little more even defensively than I thought. It's just about the offense now. Who can shoot I, better? Yeah, because I thought Giannis was like. Giannis, I know if he improved his jump shot, we'll see if he did. I hope Knox did. But Knox, he's very aggressive for the basket regardless. So mm-hmm. he try to draw a lot of fouls, which he's really good at, and I like that. But he so, needs to learn to kick. Yeah. That's the only thing. I think they got to teach him that, especially in summer camp and even the, when summer right now. Teach just, him how to kick. He gets stronger, too. Five lifting weights right now. Trying to get ready for the teach season. Teach him how to kick to the open shooter. I just hope he's good. Like, you know, these these um, these um Kentucky players, they always become good out of, out of nowhere. Like him, um, Jason Tatum, Anthony Davis. Wall. Cousins. Yeah. A lot of good players. Mm-hmm. Now, John Capara, yeah, there's some stories about him with the mob or something. Like, he gets, I don't know how he gets all these star players or whatever, but that's part of the business. Well, I mean, listen, if, if, you, if you're a 
basketball player going to college and Kentucky comes calling. Mm-hmm. Or Duke or whatever the other right. top colleges not, are. Right. It, my, 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 my thing is it's not it's no big conspiracy as to why dudes end up mm-hmm. at Kentucky. It's freaking Kentucky. Like, yeah. It's the same way that Georgetown was for a bunch of years. Like, it's just the place to go. North Carolina. North Carolina it's still is. Yeah, still yeah, is like, yeah. They still win, like, a title every decade. Right. So it's, it's almost like where you, you know, like Syracuse used to be in the Mellow Carvalho, days. Yeah. So it's like if, if one place is, like, winning, 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 mm-hmm. winning, winning, and they take, like, a year off from winning, another place is winning, winning, winning. Have yeah. you noticed, though, that Syracuse hasn't won a national challenge with Carmelo Love? Yes, I have noticed. That's that. crazy, man. I thought they went at least like one more, maybe. No one from that place can ever utter anything bad about Carmelo. No, because he brought them that title. Yeah, they need to be mellow fans for life. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be allowed to talk anything negative about Carmelo. Him and those star players, because he had like twenty-two and ten that season when they won it. They were they had a bunch of defenders, they had a bunch of point guards, they were good. But yeah, he he showed up in that, and it could have, and it also could have been him. And um, against Dwayne Wade's team, Marquette, if Marquette Marquette advanced to the semifinals. I think Melo is going to make a comeback this season. He has to because he can't. He has to erase what happened last season. Well, that was pretty bad. Statistically, that was his worst season ever, though. I think that's what people are forgetting. He didn't fall off some cliff. I think you have to take all the other things into account. Mm -hmm. And he looked great in practice. So if he looked that great in practice and then got in a real game and was thinking it up, I think there are other factors. So I think, and and the fact that it, like I said, statistically. He was coming from a bum team in New York where he was better than he was on OKC. Yeah. That was his worst year of his career, period. He just needs a pass first point for him, like Chris Paul. I think, and I think Chris is going to push him to do a lot of different things. And James Harden, too, because James Harden's going to be a playmaker, too, so. Even even beyond that, on the defensive side, I think CP3 is going to push him to do some things because he's going to understand that he. Listen. Melo can play defense. The one time he, he had a defensive to. coach. <laughs> no, the one year we had a defensive coach, he was a defensive, like, he got it in. He got above average, yeah. Jumping into the stands, average. doing, and all, all you really need him to be is an average defender. He doesn't have to be a lockdown defensive specialist. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Curry's like an average plus average defender. Right, right now, so. and, and, and Steph, that really depends on which point guard he's going at, because if yeah. Russell Westbrook is in front of him, he can't defend anything. But you know is that that season where they faced the OKC in the Western Conference Finals and he was guarding Westbrook, there was a stat, he was like, Westbrook was like 8 of 25 against Curry with like uh-huh. 7 turnovers or whatever. Uh-huh. So that Curry could defend against some top point guards if he goes hard at it and everything, and people attack him. But still, he does pretty well against them. Yeah. Except, except Kyrie Irving, because Kyrie Irving just destroys everybody. So but Kyrie, but that's Kyrie. Irving. Yeah, <laughs> that's not fair. The only person yeah. I've ever seen shut down Kyrie Irving. The only two people I've ever seen do it is Kobe Bryant and Frank. Oh, Frank does it again. Frank, Frank locked him. Is that why Kyrie wants to go to the Knicks? So he doesn't want to get shut down by Frank. <laughs> Kind of makes sense. <laughs> oh, interesting. I just think him on the him on the squad with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, doing the one and the two. You got Porzingis. You got Knox. You got Frank off the bench. Three, four, and five. Burke and Hardaway off the bench. I think that's a squad. It is. Frank and and Frank Burke and Hardaway off the bench with this Mario kid mm-hmm. and Mitchell at the fight like that's yeah, that, now you're, you're instantly deep and instantly contenders Easy contenders and they might be the best in the East then just at the, least on paper with a defensive it. minded coach yeah you Fizdale. got Butler you got yeah you got Knox you got Kyrie you got Porzingis you're like, smiling just talking about it look at your face look at your face you're cheesing up just thinking about it that's fantastic for 2019 oh my god 2019 will be the best year then 
That'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. 2012-2013 was my best year. The Knicks right. were good. I had like a 3.5 GPA in college. <laughs> it was a great year. <laughs> it was a great year. I was like, I was one of the best years I ever had. I had a great, and that year I didn't even use loans either. I used a scholarship where I had Pell and Tap. It was a great year. I just I remember, it. I remember being at the Barclays Center for the Knicks versus the Nets. And oh, yeah, that, losing. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jason Kidd hit a three and put us up. Like, I remember. You know how happy I was God. with my brother? I was like, because I, I, we had to beat them because we lost last time, even mm-hmm. though like last time was like close and everything. Because I don't want to hear Nets fans saying, oh, oh, that's better than the Knicks at that time because yeah. they won again. Now like, we needed this win, yo. We needed it so bad. I was so happy when they won Kidd that. pulled it out. Yeah. That three-point shot that just sealed the deal. I mean, even the first time they met each other, because the Nets and Knicks were good at the time, both of them. At the first time I, they met Barclay, and it was, mm-hmm. of course, Darren Williams and Gerald Wallace and Brooke Lopez, and they are facing Melo, because Melo was, like, on fire that night, too, and everything. Mm-hmm. He's at, like, 35 or something. It was incredible. I didn't, want, I didn't want Jason Kidd to leave the team. I wanted him to stick around in a coaching capacity. Yeah, but he wanted, a, he wanted a coach, I guess. He wanted to be the head coach. He should have been assistant coach to Woodson, if anything. I'd have loved that. But I guess he didn't. And so now he, he, just his, ha- his he has no presence. job right now. Yeah. I think he's going to – I think you should see – any of the teams in the West, I think the one team I will look closely at is Memphis. I don't know if Jason Kidd will want to coach Memphis, though. But their coaching situation is weird because they just let go of Fisdale and they have somebody else. Which was a stupid idea. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen. But I think Jason Kidd's got a coach. I just don't know which team. Maybe the Lakers, maybe. If Walton doesn't do well Walton with this roster. Walton would really have to do bad, though. That means he have to do really bad. That Mag Johnson will call Kidd and tell him, you know, we're both smart guys here. You, both former you, point guards. You coach LeBron. You coach a lot of smart people on this team. Mm-hmm. You know how to use LeBron. I can see kid with the Lakers. I can see that too. And I can see him actually be a contender against the Warriors then if you have kid as the head coach. But there's not too many places I can't see kid going and having a positive influence. I don't know why he couldn't pull it together with Milwaukee, but they... I just think it was a style of play, maybe. I don't know. I mean... Giannis wanted him back, obviously. Which counts. Which really yeah. says something. Because he's a loyal player. Yeah, he wants. He wants his coach. But not just that. Did you remember the? You remember the story about Giannis when he first ran into Jason? Yeah, he didn't know who he was. He didn't know who he was, <laughs> and he was like, "Who is this dude barking orders at me?" Enough. And then he looked him up. But that's how you know how Giannis is such a competitor as a basketball player, though. He doesn't know his his, his history, obviously, but he wants to be great. But then he actually will research him and tell him what he saw. He's like, "Oh, oh this God, guy, this, yeah. all this stuff. Oh like, God, NBA I need to be great. Yeah. Olympic gold medalist. I need to be great. Like this, this. record, that record." This record, yeah. that record, like yeah, Jason Kidd comes in and with I, a resume that's kind of crazy. And I can see Giannis winning MVP at some point in his career. I don't yeah, think totally. it's this year though, but because I think LeBron or Anthony Davis Giannis, might be in the conversation. Anthony Davis, I know Anthony stops. Davis is gone conversation for sure. Porzingis, yeah, when he's healthy, I can uh, see it. If Kyrie stays healthy, I can see him being in contention for MVP. Davis for sure, and LeBron. I know those are front runners right now. Because Davis in this situation, LeBron his situation, and they're not gonna give it to Harden again. He won't give it to Stephen Curry ever again either. And they won't give it to uh, they won't give it to um, Durant. They won't give it to Durant again, and they won't, they won't give it to any of the OKC original big three. Mm-hmm. None of those dudes. They all have one. And it's yeah. funny. They all have one. 2014, 2016, 2018. All those three had it from Durant to Westbrook to Harden. It's crazy, huh? All in one MVP. At least all one. being like nuts, and they were all on the same. I wonder team. if they will all team up at the same time again. One, one. It's almost impossible. It is right because Durant won even... two, and Harden and Westbrook want rings, and it's yeah, like. Yeah, I don't even see it. Anymore. But if that happens again, they all team up again. 
I don't know how they would, would work. Would they even though. know how to play together anymore? That's the thing, yeah. Like, they all won MVPs. How will they do it? Because they all do different stuff now. But I know Harden would probably more play bigger than Westbrook if they were yeah, to play again. So I know that for a fact. But Hart, but Westbrook isn't a good enough shooter to be the two. That's the thing. I don't know. They, they will figure it out. I mean, they played together when they were young. Maybe when they're older, they actually figure out that it's not about stats anymore. It's about winning titles. That would be nice. Well, the next matchup on Christmas is OKC and the Rockets. So the Rockets are playing a lot of national games this year. Like, so uh, that's I, I got the Rockets in there. Well, that one, yeah, I got it. And it's funny we we talk about these matches. We even see who win which. Well, we'll talk about that later on throughout the year because it's a lot of that games on National Week. But we got 76ers and Celtics. I got. I think by that time, I think I would take the Celt the 76ers actually because I think they gotta lose on opening night and they gotta try to redeem themselves on Christmas. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Celtics. Gordon Haywood and and uh, Kyrie back. It's gonna be so. interesting. It's gonna be because the, the bad thing about this is that and the bench is too deep. That's true. With those two dudes yeah. back in the starting lineup, the bench is, is much now more deeper, ridiculous. Yeah. The bad thing about this um, division now, the Knicks are in, is the Sixers and and the Boston Celtics are both great. So it's like they gotta overcome them to even be a, a number one or number two seed. At which some I point. think, which I think they can do. If I mean, well, not this year. Maybe um, 2019 when yeah. we get when we get Butler and Kyrie. And then you got the Raptors too. It's like there's so much competition. It's just crazy. Yeah, I keep forgetting that uh The Raptors are in the division. We're gonna be that, in no, tough that, um, division. Kawhi is up there too. Yeah. I keep forgetting he's up there. We're in a tough, tough division. If they could win over if they could win against these teams though, then that'll be impressive to me. They could be at least a top three. They seat. get one win each. That's impressive if they get too. One, if they beat each of those teams at least once. You got the Nets too, but the Nets are not gonna be great anytime soon anyway. They got a long way to go just like the Knicks. So I'm not worried about the Nets as much. Then you got Lakers and Golden State at 8 p.m. on Christmas. It's gonna be crazy. But I, I just feel like Curry and LeBron just getting tired of each other facing each other on these national games. I'm just like they they probably say the back here like I'm tired of facing this guy right? every time every national game. I think that's more Green talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think Green's tired of pushing LeBron every time, too. Flop City dude again. Yeah. Now he gets to flop in a different uniform. I, that's what I like about Christmas Day, because I always just watch these games on Christmas. All of them. Mm-hmm. Well, most of them, actually, if anything. It's just Christmas. You just hang out with your family and friends. You watch all these basketball games and talk all about All day. Yeah, it's fun. All day. Food in the house. Yeah, exactly. Basketball on television. Don't I, bother me. I always had this vision, like, one day I would like to cover a Christmas game on basketball or even call it or something, because that's just a great feeling that you do. I get the special feeling to do it on Christmas where everybody's watching, obviously, and you're calling a game, and, yeah, you want to be with your family and everything, but I would just like to call it, like, earlier in the day, if anything, so I could just spend time with my family after. But that will be a dream come true if that could happen. Um, you got Portland and Utah. That will be interesting to see, because Damian Linder and they just, you know, everybody keeps... Brushing aside the Blazers, they're not going to be great in the Western Conference. Yeah, because there's, there's too many other big names on other teams. But they even got to step up in the playoffs, man. He, ever since that shot he did against the Rockets, like, a couple of years ago, he hasn't been the same in the postseason. Hasn't been clutch at all, actually. <laughs> so he's got to step it up, too. And Utah, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to get there. So then you got MOK, national TV game. Pelicans and Grizzlies. That'll be interesting to see MOK. Uh, of course, the Knicks are probably going to play that day, too. I think they're mm-hmm. going to play against the Nets, possibly. I don't know. They usually play against the Nets, but I have to check I have to check this to make sure. Uh, the Rockets and 76ers at uh, 8 p.m. Nets. They're just playing a lot of national games. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and the Rockets, too. I'm like, these guys are playing a lot. I hope CP3 sits out a few of them. 
Yeah, but you know how well they would say them, they sit out. It would be like they'll find them for sitting out a national game or whatever. So they got to fix that sitting out stuff. Because a lot of people pay tickets to watch these stars and they don't play that particular day. They get kind of upset. Mm-hmm. That's the only problem. And then you got Golden State and Lakers. Of course, you got LeBron and Curry and MLK again. Was this like the fifth straight year they've done this already? It's a lot. Every year they do they do this a four straight year or whatever. I'm telling LeBron and Curry getting tired of each other. I know. I I think. I know LeBron is tired of looking Curry in the face and losing. Oh yeah, well, I know that. I know he's sick of losing to those dudes. In a couple of years when they both retire and they look back and they say, "Oh, Curry beat LeBron. LeBron beat Curry one time, whatever. How many times?" And then it was just dominance after that. And you got like the two biggest stars in the league right now. And Durant, obviously, but still. But the fact that he beat him without Durant. Yeah, that too, yeah. It's it's still there, dude. Yeah. It's still there. And the one time you beat that team, you had to, like, pull some shenanigans to get Mm -hmm. Green out of there. Mm -hmm. Curry was injured. Yeah. So I I don't know how you... And it's funny that Curry is from Akron, too. That I always forget. Was he like that. the chosen one, really? No. <laughs> no, no one's going to say that, but I'm saying, like, he won three, LeBron's won three. I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good company, I guess. Yeah, but one dude did it with one team. Yeah. Another dude did it with two. That is true. So, yeah, that's all the games so far. The full schedule is supposed to be releasing sometime today. So, I think we'll talk about that even next week, if anything, because I need to see what the Knicks are going to be in their schedule, mm-hmm. who they're going to face and other teams and other games that we have. So if we just beat the teams we're supposed to beat, if we just beat the lackluster teams around the league, the Kings, competitive, the yeah, Suns, the, yeah. The, 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 the even the Trailblazers to an extent, like mm-hmm. the Hornets, if we just beat those that the the Magic, the mm-hmm. Heat, if we can just beat those teams, the Be Nets good. on a consistent basis. Be good. Yeah. Be really good. Yeah, that's fine. Shape. That's yeah. fine. If we only take losses to like the top and close five games, teams, yeah, yeah like yeah. the top five in the in the league, the the Lakers, Warriors, the Warriors, the Rockets, Celtics, the 76ers. Celtics, and the Seventy Sixers, like that. But the only problem and sometimes the uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, but uh, maybe the Raptors. But the so only, seven. One problem I have with that with the Seventy Sixers Celtics is that they're in the division, so they kind of right. count more. Which is bad. Right. So they got to try to split with them, if anything. Right. But we'll have it. We'll walk out of it with a winning record and some good momentum and positive signs if we just beat the teams we're supposed to beat. Yeah. I agree. Like, if we take L's to, like, maybe those top five, seven teams in the league, those top five or seven that we just rattled off, mm-hmm. LeBron on the Lakers automatically puts them in that category. Although we don't know what they're going to do yet. You don't know either. I mean, on paper, they, they said over and under. On paper, they got great pieces. 48 wins or something like that over and under. And the Warriors have like 62 or something like that, which is not surprising. <laughs> yeah. They're still loaded right now. They got Cousins, so that kind of helps them out now with taking days off and even playing through one star. Even though show up to like the second half of the season. Most likely. I can't, just can't believe NBA season is like literally like a month and a half away from training camp and everything. Yeah. It's so close by. And we've yeah. been talking about basketball even after the finals, the summer and everything. I'm talking about it now. And I'm talking about it right now too. It's crazy though. I'm excited. I can't. I can't wait for the season to start. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm telling you, man. I'm thinking about getting cable. <laughs> I'm thinking. I don't have cable. I'm thinking about getting cable just so I can keep up with all the games. All the games, yeah. 
I just can't wait when the season when it starts in October when it's like late September. As I know, season's right around the corner. It's about to be starting. The talk is gonna be happening with the Knicks and every other team in the league. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna go jersey shopping. For what jersey are you gonna get? I'm definitely gonna get a Knox jersey. I got a Porzingis jersey. My girlfriend got it for me for I'm Christmas. I'm gonna get a Porzingis jersey. So I'm definitely gonna be wearing I'm that. I'm gonna get a Burke jersey just to show my support. I think I'll get a Knox jersey too. I might even go get a Mitchell jersey. I'm gonna get a customized Irving Knicks jersey because he's Irving. coming. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> he's coming. Yeah, buddy. I might get like the start. One of these days, I would love to have enough money to just do something stupid, like get the entire starting five Knicks of the '95 season or '94, like, whatever. Yeah, like Sprewell, Houston, Ewing, mm-hmm. like. Or or go get the Ewing, Starks, Oakley, Mason, Harper lineup. Yeah. Like, just go get that whole lineup of jerseys and just... i probably wear them, like, all the time. <laughs> I'd just be wearing them. I wouldn't even, like, hang them up and put them in glass. I'd just wear them. Actually, no. If I got enough money, if I'm, like, got stupid, the, the kind of money I plan on making, I will get one set to hang up and then another set to wear. I can't. I have to get one of these jerseys though. At least I'm one of the rookies of anything. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna go get a Knicks Irving jersey. <laughs> customized. That's a, yeah, that's a customized great one. <laughs> because you know he's coming right here. Just get it customized. Well, doesn't I gotta, come. I gotta, get a, I gotta get a um jersey from. My, I gotta get a jersey with my name on it. I've never had one of those. You mean like those? those oh, like a customized. You put your name on it. Yeah, like my name on the front of it. I just gotta figure out which team colors I want. I want a shoe. Like like my own type of shoe. Well, Nike will let you do that. Oh yeah, but you know how I can if you play two K, like you can make your own shoe with your own thing and all yeah, that Nike stuff. Yeah, I let you do that. I just wish I had it for free though, not to, like make money and stuff. Like that—that's cool though. And I also can't wait for two K to come out in a month from now. But switching sides, the NFL. So you know the, the preseason started yesterday, and the Jets played tonight, of course. But the Giants played yesterday, mm-hmm. and one Magic play boss. that everybody's talked about. Yeah, it doesn't Barkley matter yet. Really yeah, Barkley. Bursting out for 39 yards. You know that none of the Giants did that last season? Yeah. No running back was whatsoever. Was Eli playing? Did Eli he play was. Last night? Oh, he played last night, yeah. Okay. Like two possessions he played. It's pretty Just much two? it. How do yeah. you look? He looked good. I mean, it's only two possessions. I mean, he was four and six. Possessions. I feel like they're running the ball more. They're not really passing yeah, a lot. They got, they got Barkley and... He got a bunch of running backs And now. the offensive line still... Still sucks. Looks a little suspect. It still sucks. They, they haven't it's fixed trash. that yet? It's still trash. He doesn't have time. He has to throw that thing like to like one of his check down running backs if anything or you do a fading and you throw it quickly so they're yeah. really underutilizing his arm man. it's not that it's not they, they're gonna have to run the ball more so they can protect them that's why they've got these running backs in the first place because mm-hmm. they're gonna do more of an old school run the ball play action throw it you know right. kill clock give the defense time if anything but he looked good. I mean, Barkley looked good too. I, I think he's gonna be an explosive player for the Giants. I told you, I haven't, I haven't. Um, I'm not watching football, but the highlights are looking pretty enjoyable. So some of the highlights? Definitely saw that. Can't avoid it. <laughs> okay, everybody's talking about Instagram. You burst yeah, out. Can't everything. avoid it. I saw that clip at least six times before I got here. Odell didn't even play, you know, because and and I'm not taking anything from Odell saying he's not gonna play because of the contract situation. There's nothing wrong about that. Like I would have done the same thing. If I'm not gonna play if I don't have a contract because if I get injured, then I have no contract. Right. So, that's smart. I don't know when they're going to do this deal. I know he's going to get paid, like, the highest wide receiver in the league, most likely, because that's just for now, because, you know, every year it increases to, like, somebody else. Or right. the most money in NBA, I mean, NFL history or something like that. But he, he should get it. He should get it. I mean, he's a top three talent regardless in his position. Mm-hmm. Probably number 
two or th- one or whatever. He goes back and forth between the one and the two. We have a whole Julio Jones. And his only problem with yeah. he can't get the one because of how bad he stunk it up in that last Super Bowl. Or the last postseason. The, I mean, the last postseason, playoff, yeah. Playoff not, game. The last playoff. Yeah, that was pretty Super bad. Yeah, he, had, he had an open catch, and he couldn't catch that. And mm-hmm. it, it was awful. And he was talking a bunch of reckless stuff. And he was on a boat. <sighs> it was pretty bad. But they never threw the cruise. No, again, because he's not that fast anymore. So he can't separate himself yeah, like but at least as a receiver. Some yardage, like he was. Anyway, moving on, it's over. But yeah, it's over now. So yeah, Giants played yesterday. Just played today. I guess he'll just do with Sam Darnold. I'm interested to see what what he is on the court on the field because last night also Baker Mayfield was playing, mm-hmm. and he was pretty impressive too. Mm-hmm. Like he he has good pocket awareness. He make he made two touchdowns against the Giants, mm-hmm. so that's pretty good. Um. Browns, I saw Harnox. It was interesting to see uh, Landry trying to curse out the whole wide receiving group about playing better and this and that. I like watching Harnox. I think the last time I saw Harnox, though, was like the Jets, like 2009, though. Jesus. When Rex did that speech and everything. Yeah. Everybody still remembers. I still remember that speech. But yeah, that was the last time I think I've seen it, like, fully. So I want to see it this year with the Browns and see what they are. Because I think they could be competitive this year. Mm-hmm. I think they could win at least six to eight games. See, it okay. didn't take long for Trump to get in. Again, right? Again, with that same old narrative. I don't know what's wrong. I think Joe just wants to be a star in everything. Well, remember, he tried to buy his way into the team, and they rejected him. So I think he's having a little bit of fun putting him through the screws. But he has terrible ownership skills, too, even when he owned the team with the I think the the Bills or something. And then he he was trash at it. You're being the president. Yeah, he's trash, too. Oh, but uh, are you seeing this Cam Newton thing? Yeah, I heard about him and um, Calvin Benjamin. They were, like, at an argument or something? Well, he approached him on the field. Because Benjamin was talking trash against Newland about... Well, he wasn't talking trash, but he was saying, like, they were in whatever, but I, he's not going to mention Newland, obviously. But everybody knows it's Newland that's the one that kind of causes all this yeah, controversy. Yeah, but this that's, isn't, who, that's who ran up on him. This isn't brand new, though. I feel like any sport team that you are, any team in sports, or even in work, like, when you work with somebody and you think everything's all good and everything, but then you leave, you talk crap about, oh, this, this person was trash or whatever, and this and that. I didn't like this environment at all. I'm, that's why I'm not working with there anymore. Right. That's how it is with, with, with football teams. So you want quarterbacks. The quarterbacks have ego. Everybody has an ego in sports. Everybody has a, every ego always transitions to the next team saying, like, I remember one time Stoudemire, when he was with um, Miami, I think at the time, because mm-hmm. after he was let go by Knicks or whatever, and he's like, oh, you know, it was Carmelo's team, this and that. But, you know, Carmelo was being a little selfish with the ball. He wanted to do ball moving and everything. And it's easy for him to say that when you have a good team in Miami, but he, right. can't, he can't say that if he was on the bad team or anything, you know? It's easy to say that when you're on a good team. It's just really difficult to say that when when no one knows that you're good on that team and you're, like, you're on right. a weak team or whatever. So right. I'm not surprised about this. I mean, if somebody played with Tom Brady and they went to another team and they're like, oh, Tom Brady's pretty much a jerk on, the, right. off, on and off the field. And I don't like playing with him because he, you know, he didn't throw the ball at me a lot, or he cursed me out, whatever, and this and that. Or you could keep it classy, like Victor Ortiz has managed to do. Yeah, just, just you know, be simple, just be professional about it. You know, you had good and bad moments, but don't try to throw somebody under the bus because you didn't go your way. So yeah, that's, that's that's just football. That's just how it is. But before we end this show, because we did talk about a lot about basketball and why shouldn't we be? I mean. It's close by right now. I mean, when it's September, that's like, you know, it's starting to heat up with training camp and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I had to give you guys the NFC and AFC West division predictions because I did last week East. This is the West now. And it's interesting what I have done for the West and well, actually the West for the NFC and the AFC. I got the Los Angeles Chargers going 12-4. and four. And the reason why I say it's because now that Phil Rivers has a healthy squad with Gordon and Allen and the defense is going to be better. You got Melvin Ingram and you got Jason Vera Tech. Oh, no, he's not playing this season, actually, but you got Joey Bosa. Team's still going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a great season this year, the Chargers. It just depends on if they can be consistent and actually deliver in the clutch because they tend to do that. In the past couple of years, they haven't really delivered. They like lose by like two or three points out of nowhere. So we'll see if the Chargers do that. And for the Broncos, I have them going 9-7 and seven because, well, even though you got Case Keenum being the starting quarterback now, we still don't know what the secondary is going to be like because they lost all their veterans. Now they're going to have a young defense, mm-hmm. which maybe they'd be good athletically, but what can they do when it comes to, like, crunch time to make these smart plays? So that's going to be determined. Um, but, yeah, Broncos going 9-7. and seven. I see them doing that. Um, it just depends on what they do in the schedule. So that's because it's kind of tough for them. So I want to see if they can actually overcome – some of the tougher matchups. Mm-hmm. Now, the Oakland Raiders are interesting because you had John Gruen, who's coaching a pretty much a star-studded team in Derek Carr and Khalil Mack. And the only problem I'm going to have with this is how can they all joke together on the Gruen because he has to win their trust, basically. Mm-hmm. They don't win the trust, they're not going to go anywhere. And I think that's going to take a long process, which is why I have them going 8-8. Eight and eight. They're going to you know, look good probably in the beginning, but then they're going to go back down to earth. I think it's going to be a struggle for them, but I think by next season, they should be in the conversation of being a Super Bowl contender if they get the right pieces and actually trust John Gruen's system. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I have them going 7-9 and nine because of this reason, this reason only. You have, a rookie star, you have a rookie quarterback in Patrick Mahomes who is probably going to be a turnover machine even though he has all his athletic talent. And you got Andy Reid, who's probably been coaching for his life now because he lost Alex Smith. Right. And they, they've been making the postseason every year, but they haven't done much. In the postseason. Yeah. yeah. They have a great defense. They have a great roster. But at the end of the day, it's going to be hard to overcome Mahomes' mistakes. And they're probably going to go 7-9 this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, they don't have any record. And Andy Reid either gets fired or has, like, one more season left in him where he has to right. prove himself for, with this quarterback in the second year. Now, the NFC West is interesting because... I had this debate, I think, I was talking to somebody before, about Seattle and the 49ers and the Rams and who's going to be winning the division again because the Rams won it last season. I see the Rams winning it this year again, going 13-3, and because you got a third-year quarterback in Jared Goff, who's in the same class, actually, as Carson Wentz, who's both quarterbacks are good and in good situations, actually. Mm-hmm. And you got Todd Gurley, who's a top-notch running back. Aaron Donald, he signs the deal with this team. They're going to be a great defensive team. So they're going to have the best record, and the road to the Super Bowl will go through the Rams. They just need to deliver in the postseason. That's, we haven't seen that yet because they lost last postseason against the Falcons. So right. we got to see if that happens. Uh, the 49ers, Jimmy G, everybody was falling in love with this guy at the end of the season because he had, like, four straight games. Where he, Surely will. Surely yeah, was. He was having a great, like, end of the quarter and he delivered and now he's got weapons now he's got Pierre Garçon you got Richard Sherman on defense mm-hmm. let's see if that lives up to the deal and see if the defense could be the key to success so I have him going 11-5 and five. they'll be battling for a wild card obviously with other teams so that'll be interesting that. interesting stuff and then now you have Seattle Seahawks as you know the Legion of Boom is officially gone Over. Yeah. and only Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll are left 
No Jimmy Graham, Paul Richardson on offense. It's going to be tough to overcome these losses, but they can still have a winning season. And I think Wilson will figure out a way to have at least nine wins in him. I don't know if it will be enough for them to get to the wild card because, you know, like I said, Fortnite is going to be competing. The Giants will be competing. There will be a lot of teams competing for the wild card spots. And it might be based on a tie, if anything. So, Seattle might miss the playoffs, or they might make it. But either way, it's going to be tough for them to overcome all these losses that they have. Now you got the Arizona Cardinals. Between Sam Bradford and Carson Palmer, it's destined for Josh Rosen to start this season, the rookie quarterback that they picked. Mm-hmm. They know these quarterbacks have history with injuries, and so does Rosen. But the Cardinals know what they're going to see in this rookie's career from the beginning with a new head coach. So Cardinals are going to have a struggling season. They might not even have a winning record at all, which is why I see them going 5-11. and 11. But it will be a stepping stone to see if Josh Rosen can actually take that next step in becoming a franchise quarterback for this team moving forward. And those are all my predictions. Next week, we will be doing the AFC-NFC North with the Vikings, the Packers, the other teams like Pittsburgh Steelers and everything. That'll be interesting yeah, to see. Yeah, going to get interesting. <laughs> I'll be watching the highlights. Yeah, I know. You think Kyle Cameron will actually get a call, though, in preseason? With, with all these terrible teams, <clears throat> terrible quarterbacks, I'm just amazed it hasn't happened already. And how much do you want it? You know how much of this, you know how much of the controversy would go away if they gave Colin Kaepernick Oh, yeah, obviously, this will, this will be over now. You know how much of this stuff would be much. done if, if they just, like, got off of that nonsense and let him back in the league? Mm-hmm. He dropped his collusion suit. You let him kneel. Then the one team he should go to is the Jaguars. You think? Yeah. Well, they need a quarterback If Blake Bortles doesn't play well... At all, like he still becomes a turnover prone machine guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. They should call Kaepernick. Be like, you know, you got a good offense, you got a great defense. So many. It's pretty so much like many. the four hours all over again. So why not? Like you, you actually compete. You, you will actually be in a situation where you can actually get to the Super Bowl. Right. And it could go through you if you have a good record with a great defense oh, and a God. good quarterback. Can you imagine if Colin Kaepernick wins the Super Bowl? That would be redemption for the loss that he had against the Ravens. Can you freaking <laughs> you know what it would be for, like, the entire league? Every team sitting there like, we could have had this guy. Mm-hmm. Every team thinking that. But he is a Super Bowl, he is a Super Bowl appearance guy, though. Like, yeah, he made the level, Super Bowl level for roster. Le- yeah, fact. I think it was the second year, I think, in the league, too. He just had a good coach. And you have a great coach in... Doug Marone in Jacksonville with another guy in Tom Coughlin who's running the show. Mm-hmm. That's actually a perfect match in my opinion. If he went to it went there, but they don't want to deal with the controversy, so that's the only which thing. Which is which is stupid. But I I I I I'll tell you this though: if the Jaguars have a bad start, or even if the just big boards looks bad in the preseason, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they call them up and be like, "It'd be smart. You want to start for us for a couple games or whatever and see how you do." And I mean, I think he's still practicing right now yeah so yeah, I know he's ready for somebody to call him I wonder if he'd ever consider playing in Canada you mean Canadian Football League yeah I mean what if he dominates the Canadian Football League and then they call him up <laughs> then it's a matter of does he want to come back that's the thing too you know the the other league that they gotta do the Football League in the spring with Vince McMahon was it the, the XFL XFL can't believe they're still trying that you think Hawkeye were playing that uh, I don't know. It's during the spring. So the man be doesn't have any history of racism. But you know that means it's gonna open a lot of jobs too, like media jobs. Yeah, no, true. XF, XFL and whatever. So that'll be interesting to see. 
Agreed. I I forgot to say this actually on the show. You know that ESPN Four Six moving to New York. Yep, in September. You know what that means? More job opportunities. You should possibly. go for it. I think we should both go for it. I think if we put ourselves out there, maybe yeah. Look, think of our podcast or whatever. See what happens. I'm here for it. Cause that'll be good for us, man. I'm here for it. Yeah, I know. Not saying like Stephen A. and Max Kellerman, but if it's like even like our po- putting the podcast on ESPN of anything, I'll be good. You get more guests and all that stuff. It'd be the only way to get me to watch the NFL. Well, yeah, because you have to watch it if you're working for the ESPN. We yeah, all have, we I, all have I, to we yeah. have to watch college football and basketball too. You know, I do. I kind of watch it sometimes too, and I do know most players and coaches, but we have to watch that more. I'd too. be super happy watching. Um, I'd love to go cover the MMA fights. I love to just shout out to Demetrius Johnson. He got jerked on his belt. Oh really? Yeah, they jerked him. Oh, they jerked him. He outstruck the guy. They gave him the decision. It was I, really stupid. I would watch college football too because um, uh, you know they get the national game. They always have that little thing sitting, people sitting down, a little TV room, whatever. I remember watching the last college football game, just talking, hanging out, looking at the game. That's what I want to do too. It's just fun doing that. But yeah. I mean, interesting to see what this football season is. I want to see what the Jets do today. We'll talk about that next week in the Giants, what they do in the next preseason game. But football is officially here. Basketball is around the corner. And baseball, well, you guys got to step up because these two sports are about to be dominating the headlines for the no next couple weeks. Unless the Yankees are in the, in the postseason, then everybody cares. Though. To be honest, when the Yankees are in the postseason, the ratings are much higher yeah. than everything. So, Yankees just got to put it together now. The name you know. Yeah. That's all it is. The Yankees are big, just like the Dodgers in, in L.A. too. Same thing. Right. Both of them are in the World Series. I like the Lakers and the Celtics. They'll be watching that World Series with the Yankees and Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. So, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. You can follow me at Morinus10. I'm over at Mr. Mech. This is all these episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. See you next week. Peace.